Welcome to My Orgasmic Life Podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Gaia Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Hello, my fabulous, fabulous, wonderful audience who I just love and adore. Um, okay, so I'm going to do an episode um, from some feedback from the audience. So uh, one of the one of my wonderful listeners um, asked me to talk about SPH kink. <laughs> You're like, what's an SPH kink? Small penis humiliation kink. <laughs> All right. Now, as always, um, I want you to make sure that you take care of you it, at any point when I'm talking. Again, I'm talking about consent and ethically. Um, and if anything that I say creates a little bit of a trigger, I lovingly ask you to take care of yourself. Um, and this may not be a good episode for you. If you start, if you struggle with feeling bad about having a small penis, this may not be the episode for you, or it may give you a beautiful new insight. So I'm going to leave that in your capable ears and eyes, <laughs> if you're watching me, um, to discern what is best for you. Okay. All right. So small penis humiliation. So let's start with what that is. Well, in the world of BDSM and kink and in the dungeon, and power play and power exchange um there is a kink where you get to make fun of or have your penis made fun of and making fun of it as if it's a small penis and and humiliation in that um and laughing about that is the overall what it is now who and how and when is a very important part of this kink of whether it goes sideways and creates trauma um, that needs to be psychological damage done versus it being this beautiful, fun, joyful experience for both parties or more than if there's more than two. Okay. So I want to introduce you to my journey into this world. And then we'll talk about how do we make sure that we don't do any psychological damage um, and when and how and who is <laughs> a good plan to explore small penis humiliation. All right. So as many uh, women 
Um, we are taught that you never, ever, ever make fun of a man's penis. Okay. There's like, it's like if, if we get this uh, little uh, book, this little code book <laughs> when we're young girls. And one of them is don't ever make fun of a man's penis. And, and we are programmed to believe that men um, and their relationship with their penis is very fragile and their uh, ego attachment to their penis is very fragile. And you could psychologically damage by making fun of a man's penis or his um, inability if he's having some erectile dysfunction or early jack early rapid ejaculation um, issues or you know like anything penis related other than I'd love it it's amazing I, it's my favorite uh, anything outside of that we have been programmed to anyways in particular North America and in my I'm I'm going to talk about my uh, generation, okay? Is uh, Gen X generation? Um, we were very much programmed that you only say good, positive things about a penis. Otherwise, you could ear like seriously, psychologically, emotionally damage somebody. Okay, so that program deep weaved deep. And no, we didn't actually get a little book, by the way. I was being, you know, joking. <laughs> just just in case you're like, what? I didn't get a book. <laughs> we didn't actually get a book. <laughs> it's the unspoken rule of our generation in society. Generations below us may have, I can't speak to their, their experience. Um, and I'm pretty sure generations above us weren't allowed to even talk about penises. So I'm pretty sure they weren't even allowed to even look at them. Never mind talk about them. <laughs> so anyways, okay. So small penis humiliation. So the very first time, so I've been programmed, okay? You only say nice things about penis. If you're unhappy with the penis, you don't talk to the penis owner, talk to your friends about it. And, you know, uh, you may have to broach some certain penis topics. And you have to do it very carefully and very delicately. And it's best if you have some professional support to have that conversation. All right. Now, my background, for all that don't know, uh, other than I am, you know, love having sex and teaching about sex, talking about sex, is that my background is working with uh, trauma and sexual dysfunction. So I happen to have the expertise to have a conversation with the penis owner about, you know, penis is not working navigate that without creating any damage okay however that being said i still would never make fun at this point in my life i mean now i do because i have consent and there's all these other things but back then i was like there's no way i would ever point at somebody's penis and laugh and be like look at that tiny little thing look at those tiny little ping pong balls no wonder you can't get laid. I would never say those things back then. <laughs> now I may say those things if it's consensual, 
and everybody's on board and we're going to talk about that we got to get all the 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 psychological stuff taken care of first okay so i would say the first time i start to explore in my own personal life you know small penis humiliation is with my husband um so i'm gonna say like 10 years ago um and if you're like what you're married that's a whole other story his name is lady bunny we don't live together and he lives at the nudist resort <laughs> i live a very interesting life i'll do it i'll do an update i'll do an update in the new year of you know who who guy is in a relationship with and who's guy a fucking these days okay so don't worry about that okay but anyway so about 10 years ago um my partner at the time who's also currently my husband he's like you know first of all this is where you know cbt shows up for me for the very first time so not only was i programmed not to laugh at their penis i'm also programmed not to hit it you know you you know when you punch a boy in the balls or kick him in the balls as a kid you know when you're young because you know they were a wanker and they deserved it you got seriously big big trouble so you didn't do that so he introduced me to a lot of things penis related oh. <laughs> it's from <laughs> right so cbt was one of them um and making you know making fun of his penis now he's like i like it when you make fun of my penis and i'm like ah at first i'm like i can't i can't He's like, I'm totally okay. Now he has a rather large penis. So me calling and, you know, so me making fun of his penis isn't going to psychologically damage him. He doesn't have any penis size, envy, jealousy, issues, insecurities. Like there's nothing there about his penis size that he, I have to worry about. Okay. And so you know, I remember the first time where I just like, I, you know, I pointed at his you know, penis and I'm like, oh my God, look at that tiny little thing. Look at this ping pong ball. He actually does have quite small testicles. <laughs> and so, but again, he's not insecure about it. So it's okay. So I would laugh and point. I'm like, oh my God, you know, look at these tiny little things. And you know, no wonder you can't get anybody pregnant. And, you know, we started playing this game, but we had a conversation about it. He's like, I'm okay with that. I'm, I like it when you make fun of me. I like the humiliation. It's part of my arousal. It's part of his arousal response. It creates joy for him. And, you know, I laugh at him and then he's kind of turned on, but he also laughs with me. And so there's a lot of playfulness in it. And so he kind of opened me up to that whole new world where before I was like I'm not allowed to make fun of anybody's penis now I'm like ooh, you need a thing I can do this <laughs> ooh, this is like I feel like I'm breaking all the rules it's like so many taboos and that I'm not allowed to do this but I'm turns out that you can in the right circumstances and so the arousal for me is the fact that my programming says, oh my God, you can't do that. That's not okay. That's wrong. That's wrong. Which of course, if you understand human sexuality, the more something is taboo, the hotter it usually is. <laughs> the way our sexual development happens to be, okay? So 
I would be like, wow. And so that would really turn me on. So then I really enjoy doing it. And I'd spend more time making fun of his, you know, penis and, you know, calling it names and, you know, slapping it around. And, you know, it was a good time. So fast forward into my current, you know, relationship with small penis humiliation is that, you know, I have clients come see me and they want to explore both CBT, often CBT and small penis humiliation, they kind of, they tend to go together. Um, but anyways, so, you know, I have clients that come see me and they want CBT and they want, you know, small penis humiliation. And before I'm willing to go down the road with them, which I have no problem doing as long as we make sure that all there's no going to be any emotional, psychological issues as a byproduct of it. Um, I love it. It's fun. And, and you know, people who want to experience it, as long as there's no psychological, and we're going to talk about the psychological in a minute, as long as there's no actual, actual, true, um, issues around penis size, then it becomes like almost an emasculating experience is another form of humiliations and another place of emasculations, the ultimate emasculation, you know, having some woman point and laugh at your penis. Um, or another, you know, depending on, you know, where your sexual orientation leads you, it may be a man that's pointing and laughing at your penis, right? So um, the it's, it's like the ultimate in emasculation, which can be incredibly sexy when done well and done right and without trauma, okay? So let's talk about where does the trauma live and how do, why you shouldn't do it, okay? So number one. Anybody who wants small penis humiliation, do you like the size of your penis? Are you okay with the size of your penis? Have you come to terms with being okay with the size of your penis? If you are okay with the size of your penis, then yes, please continue exploring small penis humiliation. But if there is a part of you that is not okay and feels and like truly inside feels like you're inferior and you are not okay with the size of your penis and you are less than a man and you truly feel that. So this is the key with healthy humiliation versus just downright trauma and abuse, okay? So if you truly feel those feelings, then you should not be engaging in small penis humiliation as part of a sexual fantasy or sexual expression, because it reinforces those deep feelings and it anchors them even deeper and deeper and deeper. Now you have like, now when you go to heal it, now you got to pull out the arousal response in the deep level of self-loathing. And that shit's hard and not fun. And like I said, is really hard. And you then really, if you're going to ever heal that, you're going to need to hire somebody that specializes in sexual trauma and, and, and all those things. Like somebody like me or people that I know who specialize in that, that, that level, because it's hard once you, once you like mesh it. <laughs> If you're watching me, you're like seeing, I'm squishing my hands all together, making, you know, like this big jumbled mess. Um, so that it's really challenging to untangle that. 
Okay. If you feel bad about the size of your penis, making having somebody make fun of it and you getting turned on by it to try to reclaim the fact that you don't feel good about your penis isn't going to make things better. It's not a reclaiming. It's going to make things worse. So don't do it. Or if you have, it's time to stop doing it and come reach out to me and then I can hook you up with some, me or somebody else that can help you untangle that and to heal that so that you can go into loving your penis, enjoying your penis, being okay with the size of your penis and feeling good about the size of your penis. And then you can add some fun humiliation and making fun of it and enjoying the humiliation component because you're not actually truly feeling bad about it. You're not actually humiliated. It feels humiliating. See, humiliation play should feel humiliating, but you shouldn't actually truly be humiliated. If you are actually truly being humiliated, then there's something has gone, something's gone amiss. And we want to course correct it so that you can only move from this beautiful place of empowerment, right? I'm all for some freaky shit. Just make sure that freaky shit is healthy freak shit. <laughs> right? All right. Um, so so that's the that's the penis owner. Okay. How you feel about your penis is whether or not you should really be playing this game. Now, people who want to make fun of penises. You should not make fun of penises that you really are making fun of your penis. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Little bit of a nose ejaculation. <laughs> My sneezing. Nosegasm. Okay, so where was I? Oh, yes, you should not. If, if you, somebody really feels bad about their penis, do not make fun of their penis. And don't get glee and joy out of making fun of the penis. You're just perpetuating a whole bunch of trauma. This makes you an unethical sadist in that moment. It makes you a, an abuser. That's what that happens. Because it's not, not from a place of love. Remember, you need to move as a sadist. You need to move from a place of consent and ethics and love. When we step out as a sadist, I am a hardcore sexual sadist. Okay. So I feel you, you know, kicking somebody in the balls is awesome. <laughs> making fun of their tiny little penis and making fun of their penis is fucking awesome. As long as it's ethical, consensual, and from a place of love. So when I have somebody say, I'm okay, I would like some to explore some, you know, SPH, small penis humiliation, you need to ask some questions. Tell me how you, tell me how you feel about your penis. It's the first question. Do you, are you satisfied with the size of your penis? Are you okay with the size of your penis? Do you feel like you're a man? Your penis allows you to be a man. You feel good about that. If the answers are yes, yes, and yes, then we're like, all right, let's have at her. If any hesitation to that, I really, again, would lovingly reach out and have that person 
um, do some healing before they come back for you to make fun of them. And that kind of goes for anything, like whether we're talking about penises or we're talking about any kind of form of humiliation. Um, it needs to not be real. Now, the sadists who may be listening to this are like, what? Then why do I want to do it? It's so that you're not abusive and you don't want to traumatize people. I mean, actually, that's not necessarily true. You may actually like traumatizing. That's part of the sadist side. I, I, I hear you. I honor you. I see you. I love you. Okay. However, if you fuck up with your, if you psychologically, this, this is one thing that I found has been very helpful in my moving through the world as a sexual sadist and in moving as an ethical sexual sadist. Okay. Is that if you break your toy, you have to find a new toy. It took you a long time to train that toy, right? Who really loves the whole point of you being a sadist is to find masochists who are in line with your sadism side. So it becomes this beautiful exchange of intimacy, connection, vulnerability, and consent. So when we get to humiliation, it's an important piece that we, and often subbies don't know the difference between the game humiliation games versus being humiliated because they can have the same arousal response from it. And they may are, there might be coming from a place of woundedness and self-loathing. So if somebody's coming from a place of woundedness, self-loathing, and whether we're talking about a penis or their intellect or what they look like, their body, whatever it is, okay? And they're coming from this place of self-loathing. The minute you add humiliation, you're reinforcing their self-loathing. And they may not know or understand that that self-loathing isn't serving them, isn't helping them move in the world, is not helping, and it's interfering in their real ability to have like really amazing sexual experiences and, and having this sexual possibilities. Sex should never feel bad. Any kind of sex, period. On an emotional, psychological level, it should never feel bad. If it feels bad, it is not something that I highly recommend. I highly recommend to healing it and stop playing whatever you're playing until you heal it so that it feels good. Okay. So that's kind of the rule. All right. Check in as the as the maker funner, the fun maker of her, the humiliator, there we go. As the humiliator, it is your responsibility to double check to make sure that they don't feel bad about whatever it is you're gonna humiliate them about. Then feel free to humiliate them. It's consensual, it's great, have fun. You're gonna have a blast, they'll have a blast, everybody have a blast. No one needs to go to therapy, no one needs to heal, do any healing, there's no trauma. It's all beautiful and great. But if there's some actual trauma there and some self-loathing, don't add humiliation. Even if the subby wants to add humiliation, don't add the humiliation. Tell them, tell them as the dom 
or the humiliator, tell them they got to go heal that first before you make fun of it. Because you don't want to feel bad. Right? And you don't want to actually do more damage to somebody, self-loathing of their penis. And again, the penis and the self-value and self-worth in our North American society for penis owners is high. So if they, and, and one of the biggest um, struggles that penis owners have is feeling inferior with the size of their penis. That is like the number one issue for penis owners. So you need to find out if it's an issue. If it is, have them clear it. Then they can come back and you can make fun of the penis. Okay. So that's it. That's all. And remember, kink and BDSM is not, and any kind of sex should not feel bad. If it does, something's gone wrong, something's gone miss, you may want to like stop what you're doing and figure out what that is because it should all feel good. It may hurt, it may be uncomfortable, it may be painful, it may make you be like oh my god i can't believe i did that it might make you feel like naughty and bashful and and all sorts of feelings those are all acceptable feelings but shame guilt and feeling icky and feeling bad inside those are not sexy feelings and they have no place in kinky play all right, until next time, to dive deeper into this, I'm going to do, uh, I will have a beautiful episode that I, you know, I'm going to do a whole episode on the do and the don'ts, and you can see me in action doing some SPH kink uh, for my BDSM membership program, okay? And so you can see it in action, what it looks like, what it feels like, uh, the subbies that, you know, I make fun of, how do they feel? We can have some, you know, debriefs and talks and things like that. So you can really see it in action and get excited about it. And if you happen to want to explore SPH, please reach out. Come have a session in the dungeon. Um, if you're like, oh shit, I actually have some stuff going on around my penis, then call me and we'll figure it out so that you can heal it so that you can then go do some SPH kink. Okay. All right. Till next time, stay kinky, stay curious and stay open. Bye-bye. Hmm. Well. I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex, or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator, 
um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is My Orgasmic Life Podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook at My Orgasmic Life Podcast Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what how am I affecting you? <laughs> so please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option? We have that. Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye.